Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's February 7th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon, Walt Silva, and Mark Joseph. Everybody's here. Everybody was connected, so we seem to have a go show. So, Derek, how are you doing today? Doing well. It's, I'm always happy to be here because it's kind of a slow now moment for me in a good way. I mean, I get to sit down for a couple hours and have a good time. <laughs> that's nice <laughs> that's nice yeah you know you you i do these and it's like going to going and doing things with my friends because i have the same kind of feeling about them you know on the shows and um so one another friend of ours is mark joseph who you know has got the the questions and the things that we're going to talk about today and he was a little late getting here i got nervous i said oh my god we might not have anything to talk about yeah when did that happen <laughs> so good morning mark morning nancy morning everybody how's the sound i know it's a little low yeah it's doing better thank you very much okay, good 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 and walter Good morning. Thank you for having me here. Yes, it's, it's fun to hear your 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 upcoming plans of what you you guys are doing. So that's very nice, very exciting. Yeah. Um, let's start with the uh, uh, Derek, Derek in in the class. The, I just played an ad for the class that he's going to have on the twenty sixth, which is a Sunday, and Eastern time. It's well, what time is it? Pacific time. I think it's what three to six. Notes, yeah, no, what is I'm it? I have to look. I'm trying to bring it up myself because I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> it's, that's how crazy my schedule is. Um, it's just like I have to literally put everything on a calendar, and that's right. well, they can look it up, <laughs> you know, we'll give you the links and everything. But it's it's um, three to six, yes. And this is a special presentation. It's not something that, you know, is necessarily going to be every month or every week or anything like that. It's something that Derek wanted to share with uh, the people that he wants to share with, uh, including, you know, everybody that's listening to this. And uh, Derek, you, why don't you just give them an overview? Because I know you don't want to tell them everything that you're going to have in the show, but, you know, just you, they get a... a it's it's honestly it is is it is a real good deal because you're going to get a session with with him with Derek a half an hour session and you're going to get a gift kit it's full of why don't you tell them what the gift kit's going to have in it yeah it's funny it's almost like you're psychic Nancy and I'm kidding um because I was literally just thinking I was thinking shoot I can't give him an image and here's why and actually I've I think I basically tripled the price of the gift kit anyway I put like 25 bucks 
worth of stuff on there on the initial promo. Well, that didn't happen. It's more like 75 or more. Um, and nothing changes in price on the class or anything. Because what and why I'm saying that is because in the gift kit, you get a Shungite uh, etched oval with love and healed on either side that we've had for some time now that are really popular. So that's included. Um, and I'm trying to look for the images real quickly here because I delivered a change and stuff yesterday, I believe, or the day before. Um, but also the the really which made it so much more and energy valuable is what mattered to me, which is why we did this, was I had some really special clear quartz crystal clusters. So not just one little crystal, um, which is awesome in itself, but a whole cluster of them. And of course, each one's different um, on these. And we saw these little guys in store again, something that's a money thing, but 40 to 50 bucks each with the one they're that nice. And they're really, but that's what, you know, obviously live it. No, we got to do the good ones for this. So the other cool part is she, uh, and that's where I'm going to need to kind of pause. We added something else in there um, as well. And I think Nancy, did I explain it in that first ad? Wasn't there hydrosol as well? We keep adding things is my problem. Yes. I think you did have the hydrosol, the cedar. Yeah, I go. Yeah, and there's. I think I can put some out. So there's there's uh, more than twenty five bucks in there. But I'll also tell you, we're already shipping them. She shipped a bunch yesterday. Um, Olivia is. So for those who have already signed up, uh, you're here now. It's not. You don't have to wait for the class. These these packages are already coming out, um, and you're going to receive them soon. And then yeah, you also get the session, which will contact you in email or your phone, um, and then give you a, a just a bunch of options of session times, um, whatever's convenient for you. Um, on my my schedule there so that's happening regarding the class but now regarding the description I am kind of clicking on some of the slides and I've been adding as I find an hour here there pause in the day or something I jump straight on this and just kind of hone it everything from graphics to slides so what I'm talking about is the presentation I'll be sharing for those who sign up for the class it's a video class you're going to see me on video as well and I'll probably shrink that down to the corner um, because it's not about me. It's all about the info and the understandings I'll be sharing in the class. For example, as I'm going to read, just skim through some of these. I'm not even going to read them, actually. But some of the topics we'll, we'll touch on are everything from, um, you know, your, your body doesn't just exist here in the third density. And when we come from that understanding or thought or um, thought process, that limits us. So, and I'll get way more in depth on that. Uh, to get hopefully some of those aha moments or breadcrumbs that you go, oh, okay, and then bring it back around on stuff you already knew, but maybe just describing it differently. So that's just one of the many topics. Um, and then also, as I'm scanning right here, so I mean, I'm going to get way more into frequency, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and then describing to you how once you start even just thinking about your what we call chakras as senses, they start to heighten. That's where the energy goes is where your thoughts are. And there's lots of plays on saying that, but that's literally how it works. So if you just put that structure or as I like to jokingly call it a recipe, a way to think in your head um, that then you have those realizations or aha moments. And then again, what they call abilities kind of activate or turn on because you all already have it. And then I again, I'll jump through. Oh my gosh, I've got a lot of slides now, a lot of graphics too. So it'll get some of the understandings across. Um, for example, there's a big difference between dimension and density. And I think we talked about that on one of these shows. Um, I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll get more into that and why it does matter to know the difference. Um, and then the same thing with time, how it's not a thing. It's made up. 
Um, so and then once you remove yourself from that limited part of thinking from your thoughts, you get to expand more. And again, that's how you then heighten other metaphysical senses, chakras and abilities come on. Uh, I was just jumping to the slide here and I don't know if you're going through that little video I gave you before the show, Nancy, if you see something in there you want to get on talk about or anything. Um, I actually see so the whole I'll get more in depth in what I've been calling a th and I'm sure I'm not the only one a theoric hygiene or armoring process um, where we talk about the whole C60 molecule already inside of you expanding out um, and then more of that because you know, you're not just your physical body, so it goes a little deeper, but usually I'm limited when I describe these things or I'm going 100 miles an hour just because I know I have a pocket to speak there. Um, but you're, I'll get into things physiologically as well. So, yeah, your vehicle, your body's a thing. It's 10 percent of you. You're driving that thing around and you're not in it, by the way. You're all around it. So I'll describe that, too, and get into things like your second brain, which is it's just science it's you know 40,000 plus sensory neurites another brain around your heart chakra is what i'm getting at here and we all have it and once you realize it or think about it in that way or more that we're going to get into it starts to activate that's how all these things work and um, i'm sure you probably all already know that um even and then i'll jump into the the yep the obvious ones that are not good for us from fluorides to chlorine to chemicals uh not not hugely in depth, but I'll bring up that topic and talk about it and then remind you, hey, your pineal gland is also made of small crystals. You can reprogram crystals using emotions and imagination. It's all frequency and you can use any words you want in there, but it can be done. So we don't have to go into fear about, oh, I've been drinking from that tap water for my whole life. I'm screwed. No, you're not. Lots of things you can do. And I'll get into some of that stuff and talk to you more about how your pineal gland actually responds to light. Well, you can generate light. That's a thing, too. Um, they're just called photoreceptor cells. Uh, and when, again, I'm not going to bore anybody in this class even we're getting way into the science and stuff either, but enough to where we can get a handhold and go, oh, okay, well, if that's that, then that means this. So maybe give you a puzzle piece to put two bigger pieces of the puzzle together of this reality that we kind of all struggle with because it's so damn confusing out there um oh i gotta actually I'll, let me what what kind of exercises are you are you preparing for the people like you know because telling them stuff is good but it's the i i find that they'd learn faster and better if they get a chance to practice something so that they can feel it themselves not just hearing or having it explained to them Yep, yep, I have that, and I'll tell you, and also at the end, I even have a little slide I'm glancing at here, I'm going to do it now, with some recommended videos to books, to this, that, and the other, so some suggested um, multimedia, I guess you call it, but as far as the uh, the practice and whatnot, I'll get into things I'm sure you're aware of, is it's it's called heart-brain coherence out there by the Heart Math, and so I know you're aware of that, um, probably everybody listening is, there's always more to, I'll just, I like to call those things recipes. That's a great recipe. The for those who don't know, just really quickly, just think imagining the energy moving from your heart chakra to your third eye. And then and it goes deeper than that, but just literally that process starts the flow of energy. And then all of a sudden, physiologically, you'll feel what in Reiki circles is called subtle energy. And then it goes in from there. And then you don't have to have crazy six foot copper pyramids like I do at Mystical Wares. You can imagine them. 
just like I talk about the imagining the soccer ball shape or the buckyball around yourself. Um, so again, these are just parts of recipes. Um, I will tell you something that, well, I'm, I'm, Walt knows everything, so I'm sure he's heard of this. Um, <clears throat> I have a little statement in here and it's just kind of, an, uh, and actually probably a whole lot of people know this, but I'll tell you, and I truncated this. So once you realize something is possible, it is. Now that's not the whole thing. That's just kind of the title I put. So what I'm gonna say here is um, in 1954 and there was a four minute mile time. Now I'm an ex runner is why I'm kind of into this as well. My whole family is. Um, and the first four minute mile was achieved. Uh, let me get this right. Let me just read it. A four minute mile was first achieved in 1954 by Roger Bannister. And that means completing a mile with sub four minutes. So at least four minute mark. And I'll tell you, that's one of those things, because as of April 2021, the four minute mile barrier, which no human ran faster before that moment of Roger Bannister doing it, has been broken over 1600 times already. Meaning they saw it, they realized it, and then people started breaking that record. And again, I really truncated that whole thing in here just for this uh, quick description. So but it sounds like a good intro for the human collective for the concept of the human collective that once once one member of the collective achieves something that achievement is now available for the entire collective sure you can call it the hundred monkey syndrome you can call it a uh, hundred different things out there and you're absolutely right and that is absolutely a thing so we can actually bring it all the way down to just that i need some big brain scientists to stamp it and dub its approval it is a thing and we realize that just like oh my gosh i thought of my sister brother grandma and they called me or they emailed me right away or texted me or whatever. Well, that's a thing. You just miraculously connected via, you can call it quantum entanglement, or we're all connected, but you did that thing that people think is impossible. Well, now it's not impossible. Do it more. Um, and that ties into the whole class too. So, and Let's, then other. Let me, let me just stop you here for a second yeah. because, you know, we say these things like a four minute mile. Now stop and think about what a four-minute mile is. When you're in the car, think about where you go, the grocery store. How how far away is that? You know, in my case, it's maybe uh, maybe a, an eighth of a mile, a quarter of a mile. You know, I couldn't get there in four minutes running. Uh, the, 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 when you look at these records and you think about them in a logical way, you know, 99.9% .9 of the population would think, who the hell can do that? You know, and when those records were broken, they were stunning. You know, I mean, it was like there, if you just look at the way that the in, 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 in the track and field, how they've broken one record after another and every record that's achieved is not really possible if you if you look at it it it's just unbelievable what the human being can do and i just want to get people to focus on you know we're not just talking about something it's a four minute mile run you know how fast a four minute goes <laughs> and you're gonna run a mile to me it's astounding i watch these things and i go like doesn't even seem possible, but that's the human being. We are possible of anything that we can imagine doing. And every time one of these records are broken, your imagination has taken another leap in possibility. I just wanted to point that out, make people really understand the significance of that. No, it's a, it's a perfect intro for, to something else, uh, to, for people to understand that 
in in this thing reality that we live in if you pay attention limitations is what's being fed to you by the media by the mass media because they're they're always focused on limitations of why you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't possibly conceive of this or that and that's not part of the human nature the human nature is i mean there's a there's a saying I, i don't know who i can't say where the quote comes from but i know it was said by someone if you can conceive it, you can do it. <laughs> that, that's it. If, if there is something that you can conceive it, that means that it's doable. It's perfectly doable. I mean, Tesla yeah, was the I, one. I said that. I said that. <laughs> there. There you have it. Because I'm always amazed at the things that people think to do and then do. <laughs> but if you turn on the TV, forget it. It's all about the things you cannot do. You you can't do this. You can't do that. You couldn't. You can't conceive of this. Oh, don't even think about doing that. So I was like, is this box designed to feed me limitations? Because that's all that's coming out of it. Well, <laughs> think, think about who the hell thought to put these slabs of wood on your on your on your shoes, tie them to your shoes, and go down a mountain. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's like if you go back in time, even. Uh, I I just look at human beings and think they're you know pretty amazing and uh it's just you know we're, we're weird people um derek did you want to continue or can i ask you a couple or, or make some comments about some of the things you said oh no i don't know you're going to go ahead well you were talking about the pineal gland and one of the first things that i got into when i got the shungite is uh, i actually wrote an article on it because what happens, and you mentioned the fluoride thing, What what's really happening in this fluoride poisoning of America, there's very few other countries that do this, but in America, what they're doing is they're trying to shut down your pineal gland because the fluoride is actually drawn to the pineal gland and gunks it up so that those little crystals in there which vibrate and make us connected to the higher selves and higher energies they can't vibrate and it gunks it up so when i got into the shungite the first one of the first things that i noticed was the clarity of thinking and it wasn't just my own thinking i'm pretty clear because i've got a lot of things around me that protect me from the outside before shungite and you know the emf we're talking emf here um but when you focus on the concept of the pineal gland and i was looking at it i realized that the shungite's vibration and of course it took us a while before we really focused on the c60 but the the vibration of the shungite breaks up all that gunk in the pineal gland it clears it so now, not only is your brain cleared because you're not being affected by the electromagnetic energies, but your pineal gland itself is now able to vibrate. The crystals vibrate, and that's when you can really open up and you go like, whoa, what am I connect? Who's talking to me? You know, it's like turning, it's like fixing a radio so now you can turn into the frequencies. And for those people that don't know what we're talking about, Shungite and stuff, just get yourself stuff and just pay attention to, can you think clearer? 
and uh, somebody else can talk about that. But that was my take on the, on the pineal gland right from the get go. It became very I became very aware of the fact that my pineal gland was now vibrating in a way that helped connect me to everything. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I've actually had mine physically vibrate too. So, and it's felt it and felt the skin. I know that's not literally connected to the skin on your forehead, but it so must be a perception thing or something. I don't know what to say, but you could feel it all the way out there. Um, oh yeah, I've had all kinds of crazy stuff happen. You know, we talk about the pineal gland, but very few people really get a feeling for what we're talking about. The pineal gland is actually the first gland that is created in the body as it grows in a fetus environment. That's that's the first gland that they actually see come into physical manifestation. That little gland is the size of a pea. And it's in the virtually in the middle of your head. It's not this big organism, you know, it's out there, I don't know. Organism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another word I thought I might have said. <laughs> it even has its own bone structure. It's it's uh I don't know the word that they the term they use uh in, in English the English language, but in Spanish it's called the Turkish chair. It's a it's a bone structure that actually where the pineal gland sits and protects it. So it actually has a bone structure of its own. That's how how important it is. Wow. Wow. So um, if you do, if you if you want to have a new kind of enlightenment, get shungite. <laughs> you know, it'll help you to detoxify your body, but primarily that get rid of that fluoride problem that they're they're trying to gunk you up. And fluoride, you know, it, it won't take you more than twenty minutes to find out why the hell you shouldn't be having fluoride in any shape or form. Uh, very very. It's uh, very evil, putting this stuff in the water. It's a poison. It's in the food, too. It's in, I don't want to get in a big fluoride chat here, but it's in your food, too, everyone. So it's in lots of places. Um, so then just I would say go bigger picture, just continually, um, you know, detox in different ways. Just the more you there's no one spiel I could give here. So the more you become aware, you become aware of different things. Well, just run it through your intuition and try and figure out if it's a good idea for you or learn muscle testing. Um, you know, using pendulums and things like that, like Walter's, it's a great idea for feedback, especially on yourself. Um, but yeah, the pineal gland is a great idea to you, Nancy. I was going to tell you, just you even talking, it just my right ear started ringing. And I'll tell people there's more of that. They're ringing in your ears like tonight's like symptoms. That's a whole metaphysical thing as well as somewhat physical. Um, by just us thinking about your pineal gland and saying, well, that's a connection to this, that, and it starts you thinking energy goes there. It's like moving your arm. You're going to start getting blood going to that muscle kind of thing. Or here, think of frequencies. It's going to heighten. Um, so then pay attention to it. Now, the pineal gland is associated with a chakra, correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's right. So it, it and okay, so it's, it, it's the last highest chakra within the co confine of the human body. Yes? Uh, yes, as a, as it's termed there, but I don't, I'm not a, I don't get too much in here, but I don't limit myself to the seven chakras. So I'll say for what we're talking about. Yeah. And here's an image, by the way, that some of you online. So yes, yes. Uh, crown chakra will be above. Go ahead. 
And then above you, you have other chakras. I mean, above the outside of the third, the body, the 3D. Because no, we're, we're, we, we're, you're only, you are in the third body, but you're much be bigger than the third, third dimensional body, the physical body. You know, it, it's we're, we're very expansive, and the more you work on it, the stronger you get, the more energetic you become, the more influence you have on the environment around you. And in this day, day and age, that's the key to making the changes that we need to make is to realize that your very thinking is giving off vibrations that are affecting everybody, not just the collective consciousness of humanity, but all the people around you. And it's getting more and more critical that people begin to control the way they, they think. Like um, now, when when I wake up in the morning, I don't just get up and got, go out, get out of bed. I really stay there, and I think of the connections to all the spiritual guides and energies that we have, and just put out the frequency of appreciation, gratitude, love, all of the caring feelings that we have towards humanity. And it only takes a couple of minutes, but those couple of minutes that you put there, right there, sets up the rest of your day. So, if, if you begin, if somebody's going to control your mind, and it might as well be you. You get a bad thought in your head, something that's bothering you. Stop. Don't don't keep going with it. Stop. Look at it. Did that come from something that is part of my experience in the 3D that I need to address, or is this some external? signaling that's coming in and um, that external signaling can come from electromagnetic energies of all sorts but it also can come in from people around you of friends connections you know we're all connected and like I, I one time this week I I was like why why am I so feeling like you know really kind of like exhausted but also like agitated not in a bad way but like oh wow something exciting's happening and i sat back and i said well, what's this all about well it wasn't me i knew it wasn't me what it was was that ani avadisian was taking her uh oath of citizenship and i had i knew to remember but i didn't remember it was me picking up on energies that didn't belong to me and then i'm going like where's this from and i started thinking about my friends and i went whoa annie and i looked at the clock and sure enough she was supposed to take it at 2 30 my time and it was 2 40 and i'd been going through this and when i did connect her after the after the the you know that it was the next day actually she said she was so extremely moved and happy unbelievable happiness about having done this because she's been over she's a citizen she was well i guess she still is i think they hold their citizenship of britain but it's taken her you know i don't know 20 30 years to get to the point to become a citizen of america and why so long well i you know who knows? I mean, I didn't really ask her how long. Well, well, she's she's told she's told this on the radio, so I guess I can relate it. When she went down to take the uh, the test to see if she could pass. Now, this is another thing: the people that apply for their citizenship actually have to know what the Constitution of the United States says. 
you know, so she has to take a test on it. So she takes it, she's down there, and then she gets an interview with somebody there. And the guy said to her, you've been in this country for so long. Why are you becoming a citizen now? And she said that, she said, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, in the next few seconds, you were either going to screw yourself or you're going to say something that's really important. (laughs) And, you know, so she said, well, she said, I'm a shaman. And I think that America has a sacred mission. And I want to join in that mission. And the time is now. And he understood it. You know, he was like, totally understand it. So what my, what my point here is, is that when you get these other excess energies that you're feeling, don't assume they're yours. Assume they're not yours. And see if anybody clicks that somebody's having something, you know, and then realize, oh, that's where it's coming from. It's coming from that connection. And, you know, if it's something that you don't feel comfortable with, send them a bunch of love. You know, if it's happy, like, like, you know, all uh, that Annie was going through, well, then just embrace it and be happy for them. We've got to start making ourselves feel the good things and not get involved in the bad things, I guess is my my message. So, um, Also, there was something that you mentioned. You mentioned the second brain. And you said, the, you talked about around the heart. But Walt has also talked about the brain in the gut. You guys want to have a little conversation about that because I find it a interesting, but you know, so we got a brain in our head, one in our heart, and one in our gut. What are we talking yeah. about? Dr. Costa spoke about the body brain because he he said that the brain these are his his words, not mine. Uh, the brain in the skull is the brain that's mostly used by by the soul, you know the the entity that's inhabiting the body. But the body has its own, the, the same way that the body has its own soul, which is the lower soul, it has its own brain, which is the body brain, which is located in what he describes as the pit of the stomach. I, I assume it's the the area that we refer to as the, as the solar plexus. And I know from other presenters that the solar, the solar plexus is the highest chakra of the lower self of, of the of the the lower self of of the body but of course the uh, Derek is also correct about the brain and the heart because the brain has electrical nodes that are incredibly powerful and if you if you look at a even a little bit of information that's put out by the heart math institute the amount of energy put out by the heart is is incredibly is vastly superior even to the energy of the uh, when you, for example, if you are to compare the brain and the skull with the heart, and you compare the out energy output of both, it's like comparing a, a lit match with the light of the sun. <laughs> Tremendous amount of energy. So he's quite correct. Yeah, it, it it is a it is a heart. In fact, for thousands of years i mean that's the that's the way a normal natural incarnation used to be the 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 soul used to be housed inside the heart 
Because if you look at the anatomy of the heart, you know, the heart has the four chambers inside. But if you pay attention to the anatomy of the heart, between the four centers in the, in the, in the, in the wall that's separating all four centers, there is a, a, a spherical empty uh, chamber. It's, it's like not, science can't explain why is there an empty sphere, spherical chamber inside the center of the heart. Well, it's there because that's where the soul used to sit. It wouldn't have it that. The soul sitting in the brain was actually a manipulation. Again, another manipulation done on humanity. It, it's not supposed to be in the brain. It's supposed to be in the, in the heart. That's why it, you had experience of this because you came from another world with your, com, with your companions where if somebody died on earth, in order to make sure that soul would be reborn back on their world, you would take the heart, not the brain. Because that's where the that soul is connected to the body. In the heart, not the brain. Yeah, and they tried to get the heart out while it was still beating. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and what he's referencing is that I have a memory of coming here many, 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 many times as somebody from off planet or another dimension wherever it came from but i'd get here and I'd, I'd come with a team and we would make certain tweaks to the way that the people were thinking and every time it, we did it instead of them realizing that we were teaching them how to expand i'm talking them i'm talking about the human humans how to expand they would end up thinking of us as gods and it was like, no, you are the gods. You you have God energy in you. You just need to be able to tap into it. And it was really frustrating. But what? But while I was getting this information, this download stuff, um, that's when I was told about the the heart thing. Uh, you know that yes, if the heart is outside the body, you know it's still got one last beat in it then the incarnated soul that's on earth would reincarnate on wherever they really came from. Uh, so the Aztecs, you know, they see somebody, one of us die for whatever reason, and the most important thing is to get the heart out of the body. And they think that this is something that the gods do, and so that they incorporate it into their crazy-ass sacrificing stuff. You know, very hard to teach humans things. So, so I sh ooh, I got to get up. Uh, we're good. We're good. We're human. I'm in a human body this time because I decided not to take the heart out. I decided to stay here. And, um, you know, so human beings have an incredible amount of spiritual God energy. And it's just a matter of throwing off all of the secrecy and all of the stuff that keeps us ignorant and bringing it into the forefront of who and what we are so but yeah now those two brain things what what i've i've realized and you guys can correct me or maybe you know say something about it but if i'm really thinking about something that i want to manifest i mean something's pretty specific or not specific, but, you know, a very limited description of what, what I'm doing. Um, 
because I don't think you need to give much description to the cosmos, to the cosmos to give you a better picture than you had. And when I do that, I will think about it, you know, theoretically in my head, well, what is it that we're doing here? But when I actually get the the core of what I think needs to be out there to create a manifestation that I want, I actually think of the energy going through my heart because when you when I do that, all this emotional energy seems to attach itself to the thought form and then boom, out it goes. Emotion and is what makes it manifest. Exactly. But when you started talking about this thing in the stomach area, you know, I was like, oh, that's really interesting, you know. And so w when I when I get sort of like this piece of knowledge, then I kind of do things and I'm going like, where's that energy coming from? You know, what, what, what was the difference? And in this case, it's opening bottles and, you know, all those crazy ass bottles cap, get the cap off. And it, it specifically was the orange juice because it was almost like the orange juice thing just wasn't moving at all. Like maybe the plastic hadn't gotten enough cut or in, in it or something. And I'm like, God, I got to get this orange. How do I get this orange juice open? And so I just kind of like, I, I, and it was it was really. I, I'm doing it now. I can feel the same energy thing. I put my hands on the top, but I'm thinking about this energy in my my gut. Okay, and when I turned it, I just shot. I just saw the energy going from my gut into my hands and turning that thing, and it turned like it was butter. And I do this, you know, continually now. I don't have any problems with the caps because the, 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 that part of my body puts out an energy that is of a three, more of a 3D frequency that will actually help me in, in, in a concept of strength. You know, oh, not a problem. Oh, you know, you go to pick up something and instead of thinking, oh God, how heavy is this? Think in terms of, the energy coming from your, your right in your gut area, your abdomen area, and just focusing it on whatever you want to do. And it, in that case, you're engaging your mental mind, but you're also engaging this excess strength that we have if it's focused correctly. And I think that's where they get the power, you know, moms to pick up cars to save their children. This super strength, I think, is coming from that part of our anatomy are you know but anyway well does like the i don't i i don't know if it was in in the 60s or 70s when it up the uh uh what do you call it the uh, muhammad the boxer muhammad ali he he was in a, involved in a demonstration and i think the gentleman he looked like an elderly gentleman i think he was a, a qigong master or something but he you looked at him and he didn't he he, he didn't look like 100 pounds he's so thin and and wiry and all he did is he put a finger on muhammad ali's body and challenged him to pick him up and muhammad ali couldn't pick pick him up he just couldn't he didn't have enough strength to pick up this man and, and he looked like you could blow him away from with a breath but uh, it was incredible he they couldn't get him to move from the floor he was so heavy I saw the photo of it and the caption about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, Derek, do you have anything to say about it? 
Um, I was saying that there's a reason they call it, you know, or tell you to pay attention to your gut instincts. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, you're, I'd say you're, and I, I, I talk to people about this in sessions, that your glandular system and your biome or your gut, we'll just say that your gut specifically, is a huge part of your metaphysical connection via this vehicle. So there's a reason they're mucking with your, our guts and our, um, so our glands, our third eye the fluorides and all that and chlorines and so yeah there's reason for that trying to keep you from connecting metaphysically so you know there's more and you ask questions and you expand but if you don't then yeah so no i'd listen to your gut instincts mark you got any comments yeah uh, one of derek's uh good friends uh richard miller uh he he that that's something he always brings up where we have a lot more um neurons in, in the gut than I, I think that's what it was more neurons in the gut than in the brain but there's definitely a connection with the two and um that thing people say gut feeling is, is uh, uh it's like the male version of in, intuition um would you say derek or, or is that um in like the male language versus the female language how does how does that kind of translate i wouldn't even break it down male and female i just say everybody be open because i'm seeing more people now in sessions and i see a lot of people that it doesn't make any difference everybody's opening up so i'd say they're just both energy centers muscles so think left arm right arm you kind of want to work them both out or um up upper body lower body you don't want to be that guy in the gym that just works out his upper body his little tiny chicken legs down below um you gotta, <laughs> There is, <laughs> there, is a, there is a difference that's worthy of note for people that are involved in this, you know, metaphysical skills and all of that. And uh, it's a very important distinction. And that's when you manifest things that you conceive and you're focused on your the brain in your head, you're going to be tied to duality. So you you get what you just manifested, but you get what you don't want to manifest because that's the way the, the brain sees everything, sees the duality of everything. But when you manifest using the consciousness in your heart, you only get what you ask for. You don't get what you don't ask for because the only, the only thing that heart understands is oneness. That's why the, uh, there is an allegory to the difference of manifesting with the brain as opposed to the heart. And the allegory is of the genie, you know, the, the story behind somebody finds a, a bottle, um, you know, uh, a, battle in, a bottle in the sand and they rub it and a genie comes out and you ask and the genie says, oh, what do you want? And you say, oh, I want a million dollars. And the, the genie says, oh, it's, you know, it's yours. But what happens is that you're, the, the person you love most in the world dies and leaves you a million dollars. So it's the manifesting from the brain, exclusively from the brain, is that. You get what you want, but you also get something else. You get what you don't want. And that's the, the big distinction of the brain and the head compared to the heart. The heart has no duality. It just, grant you want this? Okay, it's yours. It's because the heart only knows oneness. Well, that's interesting. That makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, think Mark. the heart and energy behind it. That's why I make statements like, whatever's in alignment with me now or best for your higher self things like that because you don't want to 
hyper manifest even that you don't want to hyper manifest say let's say you're looking for that house or whatever that let's say you're looking to move or whatever. well then and if you go so ocd trying to manifest saying well i need to have this many square feet and needs to be blue and blah 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 you just limited the hell out of yourself you should just imagine whatever is best for you now and then you may have got an extra bedroom in the house and you also created a loophole to get things you don't want <laughs> yeah so yeah, no, that's exactly right. So then it's, and everybody thinks, well, what's the way to do it? It's get out of your own way. Don't hyper-focus on an OCD. And then remember that the emotion part, so get excited that you're manifesting that new house. It's coming, whatever's best for you. And then it's going to be that for the time. So and then it'll happen sooner. When I'm trying to manifest or, or change something, I don't think in terms of details, because honestly, I'm never sure of the details. But what I try to manifest is a feeling. So let's say the house thing, you know, something's not right with where I am. I need to get someplace where I'm going to feel good again. So you, you, it's a feeling more so than the details of the house. It's a knowing. It's okay. a knowingness. It's a knowing. oh, this is what I need. That's the faster way of uh, manifesting. That's the lightning way as opposed to the turtle way. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how I do it here, Nancy. When I, have a session, I don't sit here and wait. Okay, person in front of me, let's just go to an example here. I don't say, let's just call him Bob. Bob, hang on. Let me generate this love field around my heart. You've all met me for how many years now? Do you ever imagine me going slow and being calm? Now, I go 100 miles an hour fast, and the knowing is what does. So it's like that whole Neo in the Matrix waking up, stopping the bullets. I assume everybody's probably seen the movie. That's a thing. And we can all have those, as I jokingly call it, neo moments or aha moments. And I'm like, oh, well, wait a minute. Why do I need to generate this frequency doing this with this physical body to do? That's not a thing because we're talking metaphysical. I just put the puzzle together in my head, looked up, had my aha moment, opened my hands, boom, literally the room changed and people in it could feel it. The freak. So then I'm like, oh, that's a thing. And then went on with it and continued from there. Um, so it's again, it's a kind of a tough thing to talk about, especially with our limited vocabulary. But it, it's not that, and yet doesn't mean don't do your breathing exercises, don't meditate if that's your thing. But also, don't kick yourself if you can't find that quiet spot in your head during a meditation for however many minutes the guru told you you needed to do it. That's not a thing either. You don't have to. Um, so there's lots of ways because you're expanding. You're not trying to get from A to B to C to D. It's not a, a psychic checklist. Some people come at these like that, saying, well, how many hours, how many salt baths do I need? Vegetarian for how many years? I'm like, nope, none of that. Well, you just said it. The biggest the biggest obstacle or the biggest learning curve is not learning and doing this stuff. It's deconditioning. Yep. All the years of programming and deconditioning, that's it's like a big fat wall between you and all these things you want to achieve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're literally getting out of your own way and just having those. That's why I call it just realizations. Find those breadcrumbs, then you have a loaf of bread, and you can go from there. And then you can make your own stuff once you have a loaf of bread. Uh, I know weird description, but I mean, if you just even literally think of it that way, you know. But hang on to those breadcrumbs or synchronicities to remember. And I don't mean sit there hyper focused, but just go, oh, well, if that was impossible, meaning it's not impossible anymore. So now just realize that, make it part of your reality. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, it's like buying a car. You're all of a sudden going to see that car driving everywhere. That's a thing, or that purse, or that bag, or whatever the heck it is. Um, so just just remember those things, and then go with the flow. I don't know if you have any. Oh, well, I want to ask you one thing. Is there a name of that spherical spot within the human heart, or they do it? Have they 
even dubbed it something? Uh, I, I I do not know. I, I all I, I know that uh, prior no well after the, uh, the the because unfortunately the, the we did suffer this trans like I said they, we suffered this transformation where the soul would incarnate and sit in the center of the heart, not the brain, but in modern times where that place of the soul was taken away from the heart. There is a an atomic intelligence at the very center of the heart. It's, I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's it's written N O U S, and it's it's like an atomic entity. It's a in in the book in the in the title of the book where I read it, which was written by Mahendra Nath Gupta, uh, an, an Indian master. He refers to the uh, the uh, atomic. He, the title of the book in Spanish is Atomic Gods, because it, it that's what the book did. It, it spoke about the atomic intelligences in the body, and the most important one of all is the one in the center of the heart, because that atomic intelligence regulates everything. Absolutely everything in the part is regulated by that. That's that's why uh, you can have a heart transplant, you know, from an uh, a living donor, but that's why the mechanical hearts that they made that don't, you know, the person is kept alive for a little bit and then they die because the, that um, atomic intelligence is not, it's missing. So therefore there's nothing to manage the energies, the, uh, the metaphysical part of the body, because the body is not just a lump of water and <laughs> organic minerals and stuff like that. No, it's as a complex being with a, a lot of uh, energy levels. So by you putting in a, me a mechanical heart, the, the central manager is, is missing. So nobody knows how to tell the rest of them, you, okay, how do you do anything? Well, there's no heart. So the, the, no, the nose atom was critical for the, for the entire thing, for managing the body. I, I didn't know any of that when I started doing these sessions, doing my, um, I guess, call it whatever, perception, I guess. So when I do the medical intuitive thing, I didn't, no training. So that's what I picked up on as well. So kind of like an outsider's perspective, uh, I started looking and watching people's chakras. I'm like, wait a minute, you're that heart. And it's actually like a toroidal field. And that spot you're talking about would be the center of that uh, when I get to see it. Um, and that's where the, as I make jokes in here, the entities driving the vehicle from in there or uh, I'll actually say around there because it's not even in there. It's not it's not limited to being in a spot in the heart. It's actually all around it from at least my perspective, because I guess for the frequencies I see, at least again, just trying to be mm -hmm. OCD. Um, that's the thing. You're not that cholesterol sack. We call the brain. That's I that's no. not. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, but, yeah, I mean, they proved it. Haven't they proved it already? I saw a documentary of what happened to this. Uh, I think he was uh, 14 or 15 year old, the boy who suffered a horrible, horrible accident. And uh, I think all that they were able to save was only like 15% of the brain. I mean, they had to do um, plastic surgery to give the head back its original shape, but it was mostly empty. And the the he the boy was fully functional. He 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 wasn't missing anything. He was able to walk and talk, and he was able to move all his body. He wasn't suffering amnesia, and he most of his brain was empty because of the horrible accident he encountered. He was an Afro-American boy, 
when I, I when I saw the documentary, they were showing like uh, a lot of the things that they had to do in the hospital, but uh, his head was mo mostly empty. So if it's mostly empty, really, really, how critical is the brain? There must be something else. Uh, we are obviously not inside the brain because he, he didn't have one. <laughs> amazing. And that is amazing. <laughs> well, no, it, now we got to go from making that amazing, and I'm just going to have fun with it, to common knowledge, and you just realize that, have that aha moment like we're all kind of having, or not that we all didn't know this, but then you're not there. You're not limited to that. You're not limited to anything. And then just keep going from there. Um, and then, again, patch that into your next understanding. So the psychic well, thing, go ahead. Look at the things that, uh, some of the things that uh, Andrew, uh, Andrew Varsis has said, he refers to the gut as data central. That's why it's so important to have a, um, uh, what do you call it, cleaning, cleaning up the guts, doing colonic wash and stuff like that. He says, because the, the uh, like for example, when you have a etheric parasites that want to come into the body, that's the first thing they go. They they go for, he says, he uses the words, they go for data central. That's that's what they're looking, the data central. So it's like the library is, it's like all the, all the accumulated organic memories are stored there. So it's nowhere near the brain. <laughs> I'd say dust off the books too. And you'll know what I mean, because I've done the Edgar Casey recommended uh, castor oil pack on my gut, I don't know, two or three times in the past couple of weeks. Um, mm. And anybody can look that up too. There's lots of ways of doing it, but that's not a bad idea because it moves. There's a reason castor oil works well because it moves, or I don't know, we'll just call it, it connects to the metaphysical frequencies too. It's a, it's just a good tool um, for lots of uses. And that can be, you know, looked up in. Yeah, own. Andrew Barst is like, for example, I knew, I, I was astounded that I got to know this in person, not from a book, but Andrew Barst talks about it, like, because he recommends. Uh, he's a, a big fan of doing fasting and other body cleansing. So, for example, one time in a show, he said that uh, he knew someone who, who was doing a, a, a multiple day fast and they were on the fifth day of fasting and they were still going to the bathroom pooping. And, uh, and I thought, wow, that's incredible. And then years later, I would actually get to uh, be aware of something uh, this... Uh, overweight lady that uh, worked where I worked would tell me about her concern that she was going to the doctor and I said why what's going on what do you think and she says well it's been seven days and I still haven't gone to the bathroom and I'm thinking I'm I was ready to fall flat on on my back because can you imagine seven days eating three meals a day and not going to the bathroom how much is in your body you're you're carrying around a trunk full of material that's that's way 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 beyond. That was a, yeah, un, <laughs> inconceivable. Walking around with seven days worth of you eating three times a day, it was like unbelievable. And yet, it happens. You get to know firsthand these these things do happen. People are get plugged up, and it affects everything. It, 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 so it, you also have to be a plumber. <laughs> yes, you have to be a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta watch what you're doing <laughs> and there's a you know let's let's get off of that subject it's a little okay. bit poopy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but it's true um jennifer daniels who is a, uh, an md harvard harvard trained very successful who now lives out of the country because they would 
love to get her in jail because of, you know, her practices. But she says, the only thing you have to do to make sure that you're healthy is to poop every day. (laughs) You know, that's the basic bottom line of it. And if you're not, pay attention to it. And if you really want to have, you know, help there, go to Jennifer Daniels and get these pills that she's got there. They help you eliminate without any kind of side effects. So do your own research, but don't ignore the basics of your body, because if your your body's screwed up, it's going to screw up everything else. So just be aware, aware. Um Mark, do you have any comments on this? I think with uh, Dr. Daniels, it's vitalitycycles.com, if not vitality capsules. I think it's the cycles. And then she's on, um, uh, what do you call it, podcast radio. She gets interviewed once a month on, um, I think it's called Radio Radio One Network. So, yeah, I I bought her, um, uh, those capsules a lot herbal herbal stuff and then she did say specifically going to the bathroom three times a, a day is, is what's healthy um so yeah people check out her her um um what do you call it monthly interview it, it's uh, she to me she's a superhero she's one of the first um uh what do you call it? decentralized doctors in in the world and now that's becoming more of a trend and going into uh new earth and and um as we're seeing the the uh, what medical system fall, then she her her approach is um, one to lead by example. So, and then she does have a couple of books um, available. Uh, one of the notable ones when you interviewed her is uh, uh, "Murder Murder My by Medicine Is No Accident." So I, I bought that too. Um, but yeah, a lot, endless amounts of helpful information. Like one cool one she shared, um, and I'll be buying this too. Is is um, Helping uh, neuron functionality and, and uh, brain expansion is uh, black squid ink, and that's usually used in um, pasta and can be found in gourmet stores. So, um, yeah, anything to help with the brain. She's a great proponent of uh, castor oil. She uses it uh, like, it, and it's really amazing if you use if you use castor oil. I'm an old person with wrinkled skin and dried skin, but you put that castor oil on it, and I'll tell you, it makes a heck of a difference. Um, but anyway, there, there's all sorts of very simple remedies out there. You don't have to be unhealthy. You can be healthy. You just have to pay attention to it. Basically, has anybody got anything more on what we've been talking about? Because we're already almost at the top of the hour. Hey, we can just wait. No. No? Okay. So um, we're going to play Craig Stewart here. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, um, well, I want you to talk about those discounts on the stickers for one thing. So we'll be back in about, I don't know, what is it? Three minutes? Yep. Right back. Yo, 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 yo. 
And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's February 7th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon, Mark Joseph, and Walt Silva. Is uh, Jalissa going to join us today? Um, she will be. She's running a little bit late. It's, uh, I guess, busy um, dropping off the kids and whatnot. So, But she'll be here in a little bit. Okay. And I wanted to make sure that we talked about the discount on your stickers and why. Yeah, um, and I just brought that web page up too on our site and shared the link, but we have lowered the price of all the, um, the Shungite stickers, everything from the smart stickers to the S4 to the Bucky and the Scalar. Um, and then, and even the packs of them got discounted even more. So if you buy the three pack, and just the long story short of it, we're able, we've honed the production process get discounts on buying bulk stickers and i'm just spelling out some of their aspects um so on the parts we have to pay something to make like manufacture the actually top of the sticker part well if you buy more lower prices there and things like that so long story short that stuff needs to be the energy exchange needs to be passed on to the the customers um and then of course we want the the benefit of all of us having more shungite in the environment even if it's on your cell phone um, so, and then that ties into all the EMF Wi-Fi starter protection packs and kits. There's a few names of those. One's EMF kit, as you'll know it as, but then the Shungai protection pack. These are different packages that you can buy at mysticalwares.com that contain various Shungai products. And because the stickers have been discounted, they, then the overall packages also got discounted. Um, so that's what we were talking about has happened and there's permanent they're staying those prices um well heck or hopefully lower in the future who knows but they're not going to be raised back up again well i for one will thank you thank you thank you thank you i mean we had to put the 
when Walt and I were doing the sticker things in the store, you know, it was like it was, we had to have those kind of prices to, to continue. Oh, no, of course. It's, even when we were printing our own stickers, that was the thing, too. The ink alone is incredible for these yeah. things. And it's not like it's that much cheaper for the other guy to do it for you. And then we want, you know, the water-resistant ones. And just to make that product, a whole lot of moving parts and steps. And, yeah, so it was, again, just to summarize, it's it's the um, manufacturing process we got down and putting them together and all of that. And no lessening of, you know, anything in there. So, and then, yeah, we had, we had a lot of fun when we were first trying just the stickers themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, never mind what we were putting in them. The stickers, it was like we thought we'd have one and then something would happen. Like we had a weatherproof one, you know, that was and the ink would come off. After, you know, a certain amount of time, it was like we really did the dance. Let me put it that way. So I thank you for being able to lower those prices and then having the integrity and the understanding that it's energy. It's the flow of energy. If you can make it for less, give it to the people, let them get the energy and spread it around. It's uh, it's a different kind of philosophy of, of business. Let's put it that way. But it's the only one that really, really works. Use the coupon codes too, so that's for the listeners. Um, save ten S A V E one zero, caps or lowercase doesn't matter. We'll get you ten percent off your entire order, so now you can knock them down even cheaper. Um, and that's always active, and there's no limit on those coupons. I think, I think that coupon, Nancy, probably you started. Maybe I don't even know, but it's been around for years. Um, yeah, and it's specifically for the people on Cosmic Reality. You know, it's not something that you advertise for others. But if you listen to us, you get that save 10. Every time you make an order, put save 10 and you'll get 10% off. And Jalissa has joined us now. The entire order, right? Yep, the entire order, everything in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, hi, Jalissa. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. The kids are good. Oh, yes. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you. Have you been listening to any of the show? I missed a lot of it, unfortunately, but I did just hear Derek talk about the stickers. So, yeah, we're really excited about that. Did you also say it dropped down the price for the yeah, EMF Wi-Fi packs? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then before we jump on, we didn't have a set topic. Was there anything that you had thought of offhand that has happened, okay, again, that we can talk about? Because a lot of this stuff is behind, and I hate to even say it that way, but a lot of this stuff is behind the scenes for now, but it will all be coming to light um, in the in the coming months of what I'm doing, we're doing, and we're juggling in the background. But for what we can share, what's going on? Um, no, it's just been a lot like fun and exciting to expand the retail area. I mean, unfortunately, that means that we had to you know postpone the fairs and events. Um, but that's okay because, as you know, we're a small family-owned business, and we all wear a lot of hats. We do a lot of jobs, so that actually took, um, you know, having the events. It took me away from being able to do some of the other jobs around here. That, um, like, I still did them, but it was just like oh, I was always pulling out my hair, feeling like I never had time, or I was running behind on things, and um, like with all the podcasts that Derek's been doing with like we've been you know doing really well online which means that we're having to keep up with uh the production of products and so that's us 
and backgrounds, uh, you know, doing that. So, you know, it's all working its way out. And I don't know if anything's Do we have, I don't know if we had other topics for. Well, so, so you are getting more um, activity on the online. Yeah, it's from Coop. The, the, whenever I do the podcast, we, of course, get kicked back from that. And what she was talking about when she said Crow was Crow 777, for those that want to maybe um, look him up out there. It's a fantastic podcast. I've been on there a few times. Um, and his listeners are, they're not, again, how do you, you can't just pigeonhole groups of people and listeners anyway. But I'll just say, they're, from the times I've been on there, they're getting more and more into the metaphysical. Not that they ever weren't, but I'm getting, I'll, I guess I should word it more. So I'm getting more into the metaphysical when I'm speaking on that podcast and getting uh, responses from it, you know, either be it sessions or people coming in asking about Shungite. Because um, his are pretty large following. So we get a lot of people actually walking into Mystical Wear saying, hey, heard you on Crow and goes on from there. And then we talk Shungite usually. So that's been, uh, that's always a lot of fun, especially when you meet people in person that, they say they, you know, heard you here, there, and wherever, and then you get to walk them back to the Shungite areas, we call it, where there's, I don't even know how many types of Shungite, and or shapes and sizes and turn into tools. I hate to ask you this, but did you remember to take the radiation thing on the phony stuff? <laughs> You've oh, been very busy. No, I haven't recorded. Yeah, what we're talking about there is, let me, so Colombian, I mean, we can really get UMB, yeah, that's all I need to know. Um, yeah, what we're talking about is, um, and yes, well, not recorded again is the answer to your question that I, I know you want to know. Um, but it's the fake. I did talk about that on, I don't know, some podcast here knows the AM radio show I just did on KCOR on Sunday that we talked about the little bit, the rainbow Colombian Shungite. I think that's kind of the order they described it um, being and how it was fake and um, it's yeah, but I haven't recorded it. But yes, it did affect the Geiger counter, Nancy, as, as I told you. Uh, either after the show. Or yeah, we, we, we need to look into that some. I'm literally writing a note right now. OK, um, and then I'll I'll do it like the way you said. So I'll put it on the ground so I'm not sitting there holding this. For those who want to visualize a big old looks like darn near the size of a shoebox, a little bit smaller. Um, yellow government looking, you know, um, it's called Geiger counter. So it picks up a radiation. When I did it quickly on a show a couple few weeks ago, it was all over the place. I wasn't exactly swinging the thing in my, in the air in here, but when I was jumping between the, the settings on it, we'll say that to read it, either, um, have the little needle move less or more. Um, it was, it was responding enough to catch my attention to where I better put this down. So I'm not. A moving factor in the, the reading and bring the Colombian rainbow, not Shungite, towards the device and record that. So that's what we're talking about. Sounds like a great opportunity to prove that real Shungite actually affects radiation. Because look what happened with my uh, Shungite turtle that I sent to the Ukraine. Wherever they would take it, it would uh, the the radiation would disappear. That's why they never put it in the water. They were <laughs> they were traveling all over the place. So only real Shungite can do that. Oh yeah, so that's, that's, yeah. Oh, you're right. That's been scientifically proven already, and those studies are on our Shungite FAQ page. Again, like you know, not me telling you about them. Those actual studies and documents are up there. You can read it where they. Scientists are even making gloves out of Shungite. That's so they're listening if, to podcast. If this Colombian Shungite were real Shungite. 
it wouldn't do what it does. I mean, you yeah. wouldn't be you wouldn't be picking up this reading from the Geiger counter. Oh, I feel yeah. No, I got you. Yeah, no, yeah. It has been shown to have an effect on uh, rad particles, which is radiation, of course, um, and not, and glyphosate, and it goes on and on. So chemicals, things out of alignment with us is what it affects. Um, so you don't even say, well, frequency point, blah blah blah, to this that, and the other. No, whatever's out of alignment with you. So um, it can vary, but. Well, they've used uh, shungite and Fukushima trying to clean that thing up. Yeah, we've actually got ours taken over there, too. We had some people that were going over there and acknowledged us, came, got shungite, took it over there and got it in the whole province. You know, they didn't stand up on the reactor and toss it in the middle. But it's like getting in the whole area as far as, as often as much as you can. So that did happen. That was years ago. And then, well, yeah, scientists, too. And I, again, like I joke, I don't think the scientists did it because they hear us on... Shungite Reality Podcast, you know, so they... No, they I actually read a paper about what they were doing in Fukushima, and I had to laugh because they're talking about using Shungite, but adding to Shungite, and then they were very specific as to what type of radiation was being affected. And finally, at the bottom of it, they said that the odd thing is, is that we just used shungite and it took out one of the kind of radiation. And it was like, duh, you don't need any of that other stuff in there. You know, it was just like. These must be the people that believe that shungite needs to be recharged and cleansed. <laughs> we have a deep appreciation for how powerful shungite is. But they keep looking for some other way to improve on it. You're not going to improve on it. You have to improve on the way that you're delivering the shungite, i.e., you give them a bunch of nuggets, or do you give them a resonator, you know, that, that Walt might w work with? I mean, enterology, the study of energy, is not just looking at it as chemistry. And that's what they do. They think, oh, well, this natural thing by itself can't be doing it no that's what's doing it dude the rest of it is just your bs on top of it uh scientists are god they're so brainwashed well no the, the remember remember that they have the reputation to uphold yeah uh, like if they, if they don't publish a book every once a year they get their uh the, their seniority brought into question and whatnot so it's it's all a it's a pretend uh, it's a show of you know who's well, higher I, who knows who who's published more books and whatnot. I, I was uh, following <clears throat> a, a certain person, and his work with uh, creating uh, structured water, and they had devices that you'd cut your pipe and you'd put this device in it, and he was basing it essentially all on the concept of creating a, a structure inside this device that would churn the water like it is in a, in a, uh, a brook, right? And once you start churning the water, it becomes alive and becomes structured. Um, but then they realized that just that geometric change to the way the water was flowing, uh, it needed something else. And so they were putting minerals in it. And he was very, uh, he was very open about the fact that they were using minerals. And then um, years later, I about four years later, I actually had a conversation with him. I talked to him on the radio. That's how we first 
got involved with that kind of a thing. But uh, four years later, I talked to him and he had retired from the company. And so I said, look it, I said, you know, you can answer this question or not, but are you using Shungite in your devices? And he hesitated and he went, yes. And I said, how much? And he said, we take an 80 ton a year. It was Shungite to, you know, they had all this other stuff involved, but it was the Shungite that was doing it, you know? And I said, um, so I must be your worst competition. And he said, you're my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but he had already, you know, he had, he had retired from the company so we could have this conversation and uh, I honor him. I don't tell people what it is or, you know, where, but um, yeah, it's Shungite. Shungite's the key to everything. And I don't, I'll, I'll go against anybody that tells me differently. All these different things out there, they're changing the EMF and so good for them. And maybe they are, but I know from, you know. 14, what are we at? You know, nine years of playing with Shungite, it's never disappointed. So, anyway, anybody got anything or Mark or uh, Julissa? Is there something that you might want to share? Oh, um, we, there was a question in chat. Um, so, a question for Derek Will the store still sell the AC60 Buckyballs? black or green um yeah the three we will so what they're talking about is the little uh i resin i won't get into all that again but 3d print little c60 buckyballs size of i don't know around a golf ball um they're just offline or not on the online store right now because i need to reconfigure the 3d printers and get them going again is it so yes they'll be available again it's just a timing thing for me so i can't tell you hey thursday um just because I am juggling so much and I am also the guy that has to go back there and run the 3D printers. Um, so, but they will come back. They're not going anywhere and I'll maybe come out with different sizes as well again and print one inside of another sort of deal. So, and they can be done like that, Nancy. So I can print a, a 3D printed buckyball and then in that same, <clears throat> what's called an STL file, miniaturize another one just within the circumference of that one and it sits in the middle hexagon that you think you would be sitting on the platform and then another one in that so but small enough to where they don't fall out through the um the segments and then you got a little three stacked buckyball sort of deal so that's something i'm thinking about in the future to get out as well so but yeah they'll be coming back um uh, so oh i was gonna say i'm sitting here reading emails because i'm i get emails forwarded to me from support and i've got a couple in here now just and i'll Everything, you know, keep everything names out and this, that, and the other. But more, I got an email today from other beekeepers in the United Kingdom talking about using Shungite on their bees and how they got somebody to actually try a different beekeeper as well. On, I don't know how many bees, I'm not through the whole email yet, but long story short, had an effect, you know, they realized it. So a non believer, pun intended, um, using the Shungite and it, it had an effect and worked. So that's always cool when these emails come in. I love hearing back from people and as you can tell they do get forwarded to me and i respond to all the ones that you know i i can um or you know need a response to them so that's awesome to hear and that's just one of i don't know how many are sitting in there now so i'm gonna minimize that but so that's always good to hear yeah and i think you have some um we don't have any dates set yet but you will be doing some speaking events about shanghai beehives and um 
probably probably here at the store too as the weather gets better yeah as we get close to spring i think intro classes to beekeeping um or treatment free beekeeping and a shung so shungite treatment free beekeeping um yeah I, I go to different places here locally and and speak to different groups and, and teach them. i'll bring a beehive and open it up not with bees and open it up and and teach them the parts and pieces what was that doctor's name in oregon that you might that's something oh, that we need to I get going remember. soon too <laughs> i don't know we'll have to look Air? oh oh um um <laughs> jeez uh, nancy you remember that show i did with uh Dr. Bear, um, Alphavetic. Alphavetic. Yeah, <laughs> online. Fantastic company. Great supplements, nutrients. Um, they have some bees down there. So just think, um, and at that time, it's, that's his first name. I call him his first. Uh, so he has another last name that just kind of caught me off guard here. But Alphavetic is where you'd want to, you know, Google it and look at it. And I've done an interview with him. Um, and they're great people down in Oregon that are have farms, make their own. J just herbs, supplements, all kinds of things. And we're going to hopefully touch bases here soon in the spring with them and go down and set up and video record a uh, Shungite beehive. So we'll take one down and gift it to them and something like that. So hopefully we're, we'll have that set up. Yeah, there's always so much going on. So it's like, <laughs> forgot that that was coming up too. Yeah, exactly. So, and yeah, so there's so many things. It's frustrating because I can't mention them just yet. So. Um, did you have other topics, Mark? Let me throw it back at you real quick. Um, yeah, when you were going over the past the past hour, uh, what is the relationship with the pine cone and and the pineal gland? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez, I hadn't even thought about that in so long, too. Um, uh, you know that often in graphics and images, you'll see the pineal gland or the pine cone used as a symbol for the pineal gland and actually if you cut i'm trying to think about who did this for us but anyway you can cut a pine cone or put, put a pine cone in resin and walt the same resin that you and i and others have used for say the uh, magnets and whatnot or as we do for the shungai totems or animals um you can drop a pine cone in that let it harden and then saw it like you would say a loaf of bread and you wouldn't believe the phenomenal shapes and energies you get from something like that. And then the visual, which is tying it back to the pineal gland, it looks just like that. So um, I'm thinking they have something tied into that. But I mean, just that, the pine seeds, and I actually eat, and Jalissa gets them, they're um, the organic uh, cedar, cedar. Yeah, flakes, cedar, them? yeah, they call them flakes because by the time they get them out in the whole process, they look like oatmeal. Long story short, so uh, I'm talking about cedar flakes and seeds, and I eat those um, as well. And so then, think you know that can be loosely put as a pineal gland activation, uh, not just because of the play of names and words there, um, but energies and frequencies, which is kind of brings you back to the what was it, Nancy? The singing cedars, um, ringing, ringing. Okay, ringing. Again, I don't even think about these things, but like once a year. Um, I thought it had to do with. Um, all the Egyptians, they use the, oh my gosh, the hieroglyphs that he was talking about, the pine cone yeah. and the pineal gland. So, um, you see that image all over the place, including uh, the Vatican area. Of the pine cone? That's, there is something else, and I'm just sitting here because I wouldn't, I'm like, catching me off guards like anybody else, like, hey, what's this one random subject out of who knows? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, there's a huge pine cone 
structure in the middle of St. Peter's, you know, outside the church and stuff. You know, in that area, there's a huge one. And it's like, yeah, it's a pineal gland. I can't figure out how they figured out that it looked like the same thing. <laughs> how did they do brain surgery and pull out the pineal gland? <laughs> what is this? No. <laughs> you psychically well, lead to these things. Well, you're a remote viewer. You can remote view inside your own head and see the shape of your pineal gland. Yes. There you go. And I'll tell you, when I do that to people, and I have done it, um, and I've done it to myself, you you can get it to flash. And like I mentioned that comment earlier about the class I got coming up, I, I don't have it up now, but photoreceptor cells, you literally have, okay, let's put it this way. Why would you have cells that respond to light particles in the middle of your head? You can't turn a flashlight on in your ear. You're not going to hit it. Um, so other things like that. And of course, you can. You generate those, and then you can perceive them. So I'm telling you, you have... The projector, the projector screen, the director, and the whole crew inside your pineal gland of the realities, and you can do it all. That was kind of like a tough description, but well, yeah, that's that's what Drumvalo Melchizedek says in that uh, in that book of his, Living in the Heart. That what what we the reality that we see in front of us, we actually our pineal gland is projecting it. Mm -hmm. It's actually inside of us, and we're projecting it outside of us. I don't even stare at it much because it flashes. If I look at it, like somebody goes, whoa, Derek, I want my pineal gland super activated. I'm like, well, that's not exactly how it works anyway, but let me look. So then I'll look at what I will term in my head as excess or overage, and my ears just rang by me saying that. It happens every time. Whatever's energy out of alignment with them. I get to choose my perspective, as you just said, with my pineal gland to perceive yours. So I don't say... Show me everything. Let me see your, your plate from the buffet, and I'm going to decide what to take off of there or activate. Uh-uh. I don't come at it that way. That's that's too much of that. That's a whole guru and master thing. I'll use terms in my head like, I mean, this brings us back to our talk earlier about manifesting. Whatever's most in alignment with that person, it doesn't have to be that exact term, but something to that play of words or understanding, then I get to perceive, and I'll, I see all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, that's how you see thoughts, too. You, it's it's all light and frequency. And the more you understand, the more layers you see. Just like watching a movie 20 times, eventually you're going to say, ah, watching this next scene, you're going to see that gorilla run behind the scenes. And that is a whole scientific study I'm sure Walt knows about. Well, they'll actually do an image and they'll just literally have a gorilla walk through the scene and nobody sees it sort of deal. Um, yeah. But well, as you, you also, you inadvertently stumbled onto how the three-letter agencies implant false memories in, in subjects you just described it all you yeah. have to do is, is access the pineal gland and implant the images that you need with a full sensory data so the person is convinced they have a, a legitimate memory when in reality it wasn't it was just something fake it was inserted in their head yeah it's energy you can plant suggestions you can do all kinds of things um mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can get your, remember, your mom, your grandma, brother, sister, think of you in another area, anywhere on the planet, by the way, in the universe, and they're going to text you, so, or call you, or whatever the deal is, so, no, it, yeah, just getting, getting out of your own way, I don't even know how we got on that topic. Um, well, I'm going to change it for a second, because Dolly asked a question in chat, she's wondering, could we run out of Shungite, and uh, no. Because Shungite is such a huge area. It actually encompasses a thousand square kilometers, which is about 1,800 square miles. 
and it goes down to at least 400 feet below the surface in some areas. So the amount of shungite that they're scraping off of the top of the pile is not even challenging what's what's around in there. It's huge. Am I correct? I mean, you know the same things, right? Yeah, Boys? it's not going anywhere. There's, no, it's not. It, it's too too much. And we got, well, I'll just put it this way. Um, if we were given the amount we need. So we have plenty. That means we work with the ingredients we're given. Um, so no, there's no, because people think, well, if you're taking it, then it's going to go. I'm like, well, it's a tool to be used. Do you buy a hammer and set it on your workbench and sit there and smile at it? <laughs> you pick that tool up and maybe, yeah, hey, maybe affect your reality with the Hammer 3D with Shungite the Metaphysical. It's an idea. Yeah, so no, you get creative. It's not going anywhere. Good question, though. Well, yeah, but the other thing is, is that in, in, in Shungite, less is more, not more is more. The powder is more powerful than a huge boulder of it. So... You know, it that was that was key to everything, because I, I yes, Dolly, it's an ac- excellent question. That's the first thing that I looked at was if I try to build a company based on Shungite, how long does it last? The only problem is the you know the uh, getting it out of there because now I don't think that we can. Are they even shipping to the United States from Russia? Yeah, I don't know that question and. I don't, I, again, I bought our supply years ago, so we're, we're fine. So I just stay out of that mess. Um, I don't know. I'm sure the, I know the price has gone up, the shipping and all of that. So a lot of hurdles and then all the fake stuff that's out there that I see online as well. When people trying to sell it to me. So, yeah. We've actually ahead. had a lot of people come in asking about the Colombian Shungite too. So it's like, wow. oh, now I'm so happy that you did that video and um, shared, you know, what you've been able to play around with because there's still more research I, that you want yeah. to do with it. And, yeah. un- and unfortunately, the people that are just want, want to make money from it uh, want to use the American, uh, what is it, the commercial model where you have to make sure that whatever it is that you're selling, you have to come up with an excuse where you constantly have to refresh it or replace it. Like uh, if, if it's something that needs sharpening or oh, you need to sharpen it ever so often or you need to get new if your filters or oh, you have to replace your filters or oh, you get, a, for example, with the, oh, the with the Shanghai, they were saying, oh, no, you, you have to recharge the Shanghai. They, uh, they, they have to create some kind of model where you constantly have to go back to them. <laughs> you know, you you have constantly have to go back to the supplier because that's how they they create income. So that's what we're getting away from. We don't need that model anymore of programmed obsolescence in order to have an income. We can have are, an in- yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. And others are raising their prices right now. What do we just do? We just lower the price <laughs> permanently on all the stickers. Well, you know, when, when I first started out, I was trying to find information on, because one of the things that became obvious was that the Russian people, we, we, we kid about it, they, they think it's it's dirt, but the Russian people um, had a lot of shungite being replaced. For, for uh, They take the carbon out of the filters and put shungite in it. And there were companies that were huge companies making uh, uh, the equipment to clean water that was based on shungite. This was, you know, in 2014 already. So 
I was able to find two separate, and this was uh, Russians experimenting with it, okay? And I found two different companies that were manufacturing the filters based on shungite. And both of them tried to find out at what point do you need to replace the shungite? Okay, because of carbon, you have to replace it. Oh, my God. A lot sooner than most of them tell you because it gets just terrible. It stinks. It's absorbing everything. But in the case of shungite, it's not absorbing anything. It's transmuting toxins. So they both came to the conclusion that you you don't have to exchange it. You don't have to change it out. My filter cartridges have... Uh, it, the 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 Shanghai by now it's four years old and the filter cartridges and you open them and it smells like nothing at all it hasn't absorbed any chemistry and yet when you drink the water it has there's if you drink the water without the filter it tastes like chlorine but with the filters all the chlorine taste is gone so it does it is neutralizing the chlorine and whatever else is in the water it's true it really works <laughs> <laughs> I tried to tell you this for a long time. Now how do you make money from something you don't need to replace every so often? Huh? But how do you make money? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the model that we're getting away from. This this, this actually gets in the way of any of everything. You're you're stuck. You can't progress because you're constantly having to replace something to justify the money. Yep. Okay, so um Mark, anything else? Jalissa? Come on, feed this. It's been a good show. We're going fast. <laughs> We're already an hour and a half into it. What do we got yeah. to talk about? I'll let Jalissa go first. No, I'm just so excited for where Mystical Wares is headed and all the expansions that we do plan on doing. It's just kind of a, a waiting game and it's been so hard for us not to be able to uh, talk more about all the exciting things happening. So just make sure to stay tuned and follow along and um, watch us on Facebook because, like Derek says, everything happens so fast. So we'll usually try to get information out, whether it be on podcast here or on uh, Facebook or on our website. We'll make sure to try to keep you guys updated. Yeah, we've been we again we pull back on on fairs and classes in store here for a few reasons, which unfortunately then I've heard rumors of people coming in saying, Derek, I heard you're not doing sessions anymore, yeah. <laughs> or, or Mr. Coers is going away. I'm like. Uh, couldn't be farther from the truth we're been kind of just like you know gathering energies waiting hoping um trying to manifest the right way not go ocd on it and say we need this that and the other again tying into what we we're talking about so we're hopefully a, a, a large expansion um because again locally here a lot of the we'll say local community has thought you know maybe the, there's an issue there's something wrong and a lot of it's because i'm so darn vague online because I can't talk about some of these things or some other big media things that are going to happen with us. Again, I just legally can't yet. All good stuff, by the way, because uh, I know when somebody hears the word legally, oh, oh. No. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, it's all exciting. So we're just prepping for that. Um, so, uh, Mark, did you have something you wanted to bring up? Yeah, let me look at my list here. Um, okay, since we were on the topic of Shungite water, so with with the uh, mystical wares, um, shungite items, how can people do their own uh, DIY? Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, 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 fil water filter in in their bathroom. 
um, I know I brought this up before, but it's a good refresh in terms of do we just put tape three rocks under the sink faucet in the bathroom or maybe um, oh. put a S4 magnet, uh, which is um, optimal or if people want to save money, do they just use three rocks and what kind of um, physical and or energetic structure change will happen depending on which we use versus like even one rock or even just smearing the uh, bee powder um, under the faucet or on top of the, uh, you know, like putting putting the bee powder in tape and then just putting the tape around the shower head. Like what's, what do you recommend? Okay, that's a tough one because the bathroom one, often the sinks or the pipes down below can be PVC or plastic, but again, you can tape them or actually I would just say rubber band them because uh, the tape's going to give easier. But I don't even drink the water in the bathroom, so I know you weren't exactly saying that. But when I when you start when you mentioned the word bathroom, I think, oh wait, bathroom faucet. Well, what I what we do is, of course, we have a whole that multi-stage filtration system we talked about in another show with reverse osmosis, carbon, UV, and then shungite water beads back in the water pitcher after that. But that's the water we use for that kind of stuff for your bathroom things. Um, but of course, you know, if we're talking about in the shower, you're not going to use that water or the the sink washing your hands or face um so really that's when i mean we have shungite soaps in there but to actually affect the water you're kind of left with your only thing is um because if you want to still use it straight out of the tap is put in the i would put the nuggets magnet if you can down below but it really depends on your plumbing um the, you know age your house and what the pipes are but the nuggets you can always get a rubber band there's a way you can double tie a rubber band so i know you're like how the heck do you get a rubber band around the pipe just kind of Put it through itself and it'll you can tie it. you'll figure that part out but it is a way to do it um with nuggets and i would probably do the three is how why, why don't you why can't you use zip ties you oh great idea too now you, zip ties are great um but still even that is there another 40 so if you're doing that look at your pipes because a 45 degree turn in a pipe or even close to that isn't something in nature so that is an alignment thing and not that you know oh well everything's shot now because it went through there so do the best you can. And what I'm saying is if you can put the three nuggets and or a sticker, if you have that plastic pipe, I'd get the scalar sticker, the Shungai scalar sticker, and stick it right there. Get some packing tape. Um, even a zip tie would work, even for a sticker, um, any of those things. So and get them past the I didn't finish, but get them past those terms if you can. But usually it's a wire like mesh uh, water line coming in there. So it's it's just one of those things going Derek, up. Derek, I, Derek, I'm not so sure that you have to worry about the turns when you've got shungite on the system. That's just to do the best you can. And if you look under there, move it closer to the water coming out as you can. That's all I'd really say. No, I wouldn't go too OCD. Um, but again, I don't drink the water. Let, me, let me explain why, because I want to check the, the science, okay? Because when we say that all right, water, water that goes through a pipe and makes a 90-degree turn, it loses its 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 structure. It loses its energy, okay, and it just goes flat. It's basically dead water. You have turns in in your within your house. You have turns in the pipes like this. But the difference between that concept and, and when you're using shungite is that shungite is an energy field. So when the water goes through that energy field it picks up that energy and start the, the molecules start rotating in a certain way and those that rotation causes 
a resonant reaction to to any other molecules that are bumping up against it and they start doing the same thing so it's vibration versus this that's keeping the spin and keeping the water alive versus when you just have the water that's alive but it makes a 90 degree turn and in doing so they all slow down and they go dead okay so i don't think you really have to be too concerned about bending pipes where you do have to be concerned is where you have a valve that turns off the water supply from the shungite supply i.e your tank in your in your bathroom because that tank <clears throat> excuse me has a valve and when it shuts down the connection the resonant connection is lost between the water in the tank and the water in the pipe that's why we tell you to take three nuggets and put it in your tank um because that otherwise well i when i i had something growing in my tank i don't even know what it was it was a slimy stuff and um i said well it works for other things let's see and i put it in there and sure enough that stuff disappeared so it's something to consider but do you think i'm correct on that science resonance versus you know 3d angling Oh, yeah, I wouldn't go because every little molecule is not being – it's not like, hey, oh, one turn like I made fun of saying it's all shot, dump the water out. No, I wouldn't go so OCD on that. Um, but I don't really have an answer as far as for the shower. I mean, unless you had some whole house system down in your basement or something. Um, I mean, I know you can buy the shower head, fill it with Shanghai and try and run some water and hope you get some pressure through there. Well, that's the way I have my Shanghai uh, resonator. It's mounted on on the water main, so all the water in the house is treated. Yeah, perfect. Well, that way, yeah, exactly. But I was still thinking of in the bathroom using nuggets, this, that, and the other. But yeah, no, it, absolutely. And the resonator he's talking about is that's the bigger way to do it. So affect the energy aspect of it um, and all the water. Yeah, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Do that. I like how um, Mark has mentioned that he puts powder in his shampoo. And then, I mean, because if you can't really affect the water, then at least mm-hmm. some of the products can, you know, help out. <laughs> yeah, and even if you just love that shampoo and you don't want to get rid of it, well, then just like Mark said, you know, I'd sprinkle open that cap up a little bit in there or whatever product you got. Um, so, no, that's not that's a good idea. Yeah. So what I did was I, I bought uh, your bee powder, I bought extra, and recommend everybody does this. Um, so like, if you put it in lotion and then uh, put it in your body. Do you think it, it's still recommend or like if, if somebody wears a Shanghai bracelet, like, oh, if I have it in lotion and put it around the heart area of my body or wherever, like I have a backache because it does increase stem cells. Like I, I don't need to wear like a, um, you know, Shanghai bracelet or necklace anymore. Is that is that justified, do you think, as far as like when you're out and about? No, I'd I'd have it. I'd have it inside and out. So I'm going to have you doing it. So regardless okay. of using any products, I'd have it on you. And that's, I use a Shungite skin balm for that. And it, the whole large chapstick looking tube, of course, has a Shungite and silver powder. You can just think, draw that on yourself too. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be used as a skin balm, but uh, just a way of getting Shungite in an area of you. So no, I would, I'd probably do both. I always have Shungite stuff on right now um, in one way or another, usually bracelets, but sometimes in little nuggets and a little pouch, but, and I eat Shanghai honey, and you know, it just works better. Okay. Um, what about, like, because, you know, you sell the stickers, people put that in their phone. 
Um, so if I have my scalar sticker in my phone, and that's all—I mean, I use that for work, that various apps and whatever—it's always in my hand or nearby in my bio field. Would that also mean like I don't need to wear a necklace or, or bracelet because my phone's always in my pocket in my hand, and to have your stickers in them—is that—is that enough? No, every object and entity has its own toroidal or energy field. A biofield aura wouldn't be a biofield in the phone's case, of course, but a field, and you can it can be measured. So I'd say any any time you get a new item or object, um, it's just get a new piece of shungite in there, whatever that is. So not just setting your phone on top of your computer. Oh, it grabbed them both. No, because each generating its own field, spinning differently. So I'm seeing like literally I'm looking at a large computer next to me, and my cell phone's on top of it, all plugged in a few feet from me. They both have their own energy fields. They didn't all, and you weren't saying this, but they didn't all of a sudden merge and then the Shungite went around them. Nope, the Shungite stickers, and there's two on the computer I'm looking at, the scalar ones, one on the phone. Um, it's, I don't know, pushing back. I it, it can't even describe it really. It's, I'll just say it's having an effect. That's why I like that word attenuation um, that gets used. But no, so different one for each item or object or person um, is how I would suggest it. And your power strips, by the way, We've never talked about that, and I still need to do it on a bunch of my new ones. But those little multi-strips or surge protectors, and they're two different things, but the things that have a whole bunch of plugs in it, um, again, some are multi-strips with surge protection, and some are not, and there's a big difference there. But either way, that's a bunch of, uh, just think, electrons and stuff coming out of there, and they're, they're usually poorly insulated wire-wise, um, so I would put stickers on those. Not magnets, but stickers on the back side. Okay, we got a, some some uh, interaction here in the the chat. Uh, Dolly said, "So if Shungite is so deep in the Earth, what solidifies that Mother Earth didn't push it up to the surface, rather than it came from the universe? It could have been uh, something else that came from the universe to draw attention to the Shungite." I I, I know Nancy answered it, but maybe you guys just take on own radio. Good, but I would say the Shungite mine is Earth's own pendant, let's just call it. And then she shares it with herself, so it's not going anywhere. That's just what we break the Shungite apart, it goes away, it's gone. No, it's a blanket of love. We simply spread the blanket out around us, and we are Earth as well. So, more see it that way. So, it's not a bad thing it went away. What did, did it all go off planet? No, it's still around here. We're just evening out the blanket. Uh, you know, I think love frequency around it. So again, just just a twist of words there, but there's a whole nother understanding with that too. Because people she think, was, you know, she was referencing something else. No, she's, wondering, <clears throat> she's wondering why do I say that it came from outer space? Why is it that Mother Earth couldn't have created herself? And it's because the C60. There's no place on Earth that has as much C60 as you find in the Shungite bed. No place. No, 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 no place. There's trace, uh, traces of it in certain meteorite strikes, certain lightning strikes, and in the deep pits of some of the mines that are mining coal type of things. But no, it had to come from outer space because the only place that you find... NASA now has admitted that they think that C60 is the most prevalent molecule in interstellar space. The only place it could have come from was interstellar space. 
to carry that much C60. So anybody that wants to prom promote the concept that, you know, the, the vegetation all got, uh, you know, turns into sludge and then the sludge turns into coal or carbon. And then out of that, you got Shanghai. No, 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 no. It came from outer space, period. That's the answer. Anybody got anything to say well, about that? No, I just agree. We don't. Let's not waste too much energy on that because then it's like, let's just use the tool. It's here. We have it. So let's use our time and energy and thoughts to learn how to get it out there and use it better and, and things like that rather than worry about where I'm not saying we shouldn't think about these things, but it comes up a lot. I'm like, well, it's not going anywhere and where it came from. We can't change that. We're not going to affect that. So then we're talking, spending our energy on something that's not really going to have an effect on expanding our reality um so just it's like talking about an ingredient i'm gonna disagree with you because it, it, when you, you to understand shanghai you under it takes you into not just the 3d quantum science world it takes you into the spiritual world because the fact it's even there is astounding because it's not any place else so somehow some way this was put on earth in a time where the earth was still molten and out of that area the first vestiges of life not human life of life anywhere else they find it in that same area so it 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 was the beginning of life to me it was the beginning of life as we know it on the planet at that time and then you go you know a million and a half years into the future and on February 21st of 2020, it gets hit with a plasma ball from outer space that's on film. Did you see it? That, that to me is that the, shungite is not just a simple way of getting rid of all sorts of toxins and things that are, are you know, they, they, they got out there to keep us numb and, and stupid. It's a spiritual experience. It will show you the true power of the cosmic reality, that there is more out there than even our limited human imaginations can understand. That's, that's just me. Whoops. Amazon <laughs> delivering it to fence. Alert, yeah. <laughs> we had a question in the chat. Uh, uh, what's better for uh, a pond, uh, powder or or the nuggets? Um, that's a good question. I've I've done both. Generally, I have nuggets with me when I throw them in a pond, um, just because I know it's going to sit there on bottom and not, you know, odds are not go anywhere. Not much is going to go down there and grab it. Where the powder can, you know, potentially go somewhere. But I, either way, it would work. I would think. I don't I don't know that Walt. Do you have any feedback on that one? But whatever you happen to have with you oh sorry i'm i'm so biased because i have my shanghai turtle that's that's what would be my choice <laughs> yeah but he's asked, he's asked the question was powder nugget so that's well the problem with the powder is that the water will will moves and travels and eventually it'll get rid of the powder so I, I would it would i would choose the nuggets because the nuggets will stay in the bottom even if it gets covered with silt, it doesn't matter. It's still there in the body of the pond. So, yeah, that's 
That's right. And I do the same thing in sewers market as well with the nuggets. If I see those or the manhole, whatever, you know, different access points. Well, yesterday when I pulled over for gas, I have a little in the door of my truck. I have a little bag of, I don't know, 100 or so Shanghai nuggets. I'll take one and just dump one out and usually kind of kick it into a little, you know, usually a piece of torp asphalt around a gas station, drop it down in there or something. Um, uh, one, uh, one way that uh, you can use powder in a, in a situation where you have a movement of water uh, is I've done it in a couple of devices. They sell at the Home Depot or in home, you know, home store where they sell uh, tools and, and chemical stuff. They sell adhesive sprays where you can pray, spray an adhesive on a surface. And then I would just hit, hit that uh, uh, adhesive with a uh, powder. This powder is not going anywhere. It'll be there forever and ever. So that's one way of uh, securing powder in an area where water is going to be moving. Yeah, no, not so really any of the ways work as long as the Shanghai's getting there. Like we already talked uh -huh. about size things, so any nuggets. I don't know if that answers the question, Mark. The, I didn't even saw the question. Um, yeah, I'd say so. Let me see. So one of the things that hit, uh, I know you don't listen to news much, but this thing about an EMP and then these these stupid balloon stories. So Nancy said in, this, I think it was Say What Show or Cosmic Reality Show last week that um, Russians use Shanghai against EMPs. I've never heard of that from any of you know you guys' other shows. That's the first time because I almost thought about buying some anti-EMP, like whatever. So how, how do you use Shungite to, you know, so the, the EMP effect doesn't doesn't wreck whatever, like tech stuff I have at home? I I don't know what, yeah, what were the Russian comment and them using it to help with EMPs, where that came from or anything. I have no idea. So I don't know. If I, I there's not a whole lot you're going to do if it's an actual EMP, an electromagnetic pulse, it's going to hit and do everything that's not in a Faraday cage of some sort or or not electronic. I uh, suspect that the, the the Shanghai is producing a counterwave because let's let's do it this way. For example, we know for a fact that when energy hits Shanghai, Shanghai immediately changes the spin of that. And uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's light energy, electricity, magnetism. As long as it's an energy field, Shanghai immediately affects it, and the change of spin. It's not like, oh, you have to leave it alone for an hour. No, it's instantaneous. So think about it. An EMP, an EMP, what is it? It's a spike of a magnetic, it's a magnetic pulse. It's a spike that it, it plays itself out in like a microsecond, less than a second. So what happens if when faced with Shanghai, since Shanghai will instantly produce, change the spin of it, it, it it means that it's producing an uh, a, what do you call it uh, a counterwave opposite to the EMP because the EMP is obviously running it's it's rotating counterclockwise so when coming in contact with this Shanghai Shanghai is going to produce an EMP of e, of uh, opposite spin therefore canceling it out that would explain why the Russians were able to use it because. The only way you can do it is by something that will cancel out the original EMP with a counter-rotating EMP of its own. So, therefore, you know, plus one, negative one, zero. 
I actually was the one that started the people knowing about that because I was researching EMP because when I was in the military and an electronic officer, we knew that <clears throat> on the battlefield, the Russians were going to survive an EMP pulse, which is at that point only created, to, to my knowledge, um, from a nu nuclear explosion. So the reason being is that the Russians did not upgrade their communications and their uh, weapon control systems to the more modern electronic concepts that we have in all of our equipment. Because probably just a money thing, but in the end, it would protect them from an EMP pulse from a nuclear war or, you know, a tactical nuclear war. So from a standpoint of the military, it was like, oh, crap, we can't. And I was remember, I'm an electronic warfare officer. That's what I look at as energies. And when I presented this information to the high command, they all freaked out because they're like, so you're telling us that before we can even get our tanks to the battlefield that one little nuke flash would completely demolish our tanks. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. You will not have your radars. You will not have your com control with the airplane. Oh, my God. The, the whole, Everything exploded. They ended up changing the entire system of the Army Intelligence Agency because of that. They realized they could not survive a modern battlefield because they had the technology. So anyway... Now I'm hearing that they can do an EMP pulse from a suitcase, and I'm going like, whoa, how, what's the science behind that one? And I started researching it. And as I'm researching it, the Facebook – now this is showing you the, the, you know, the synchronicity and the way that things work. As I'm researching it, I get ping, 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 ping from Facebook. And one of the groups that I was associated with has suddenly found out the dangers of electromagnetic pulsing, and we're running out of time. <laughs> but the in the end result, it was that the Russians could put they they were using this stuff called shungite to shield their battlefield equipment, and that's when I started to study shungite. Was at that moment. So uh, how they were doing it, but it was shielding. So it's probably big chunks of it. And um, we're out of here. Everybody say good night. <laughs> Or goodbye. Good day. Had a great time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for having me. Have a good night, everyone. Or good day. Sorry. Good day. We'll we're, be back. We're in the daytime. <laughs> yeah. Walt and I will be back in uh, a couple of hours here. So thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. Appreciate you. Be safe. Be blessed. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.